right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 116 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, I really hope you enjoy the show, that you consider subscribing, and you spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. You know, I wanted to, I haven't talked about this in a while, and I just want to say to anybody who's a new listener and you if you don't know about this already on that link tree page I mentioned in the intro here you also have my two Facebook groups there is the ranting weight watcher podcast group and there is also the ranting weight watcher consistency challenge group now the ranting weight watcher podcast group is you know it's pretty self-explanatory anybody who listens to the podcast who wants to join joins that, but the RWW Consistency Challenge group, it is a group of just about, just under 200 members that are all working to become consistent in some part of their journey. And they all keep each other accountable and they post what they're trying to do and they give updates and all kinds of stuff and they all support each other and it's just a wonderful is probably one of the most positive environments on social media. And if you're into it and you want, if there's something you want to become consistent in, listen, just search RWW Consistency Challenge in the Facebook group section and you'll find it. Request to join. I'll let you in and you can get started on becoming consistent in some aspect of your journey today. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this! Journey updates. We are down this week 0.8 pounds. And it's the same number because it's the first weigh-in of November. So total for the month of November so far, 0.8 pounds down. Total loss since January 2019 is 155.8 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the next milestone of 175 is 19.2 pounds away. And pounds remaining to get to the big milestone goal of minus 200 is 44.2 pounds away. Today I want to kind of recap from last week's episode and kind of continue off of that a little bit. So last week... I was talking about some struggling that I was going through in, in work because of my return to work 
and then then a weird, you know, a snacking situation that I did not think I would be affected by. And surprisingly, I was affected by it. It's funny how the week ended. I walked into work on Friday. Kind of apprehensive because of what had happened in the week so far. Now, as I'm entering, we have this woman from California here who has taken other hospitals through the go-live switch to go to this new software. So she's here kind of helping us out. And as I was walking through the hall, I could see her approaching the front door of the building. Now, at this certain time of the morning, they restrict access to the ways in and out of the building because there's no security guards in those areas. So you have to walk all the way around the the back end of the building in order to enter the building unless somebody on the inside opens the door for you. So I could see her walking to the door and I assume she doesn't know that these doors are locked at this time of the morning. I go and I open the door for her and uh, let her in the building. We go to, we basically take the elevator together. She says, Oh, I need help getting something out of my car or whatever. So somebody else from one of my coworkers goes with her and she comes back with three dozen donuts as if all of the snacks weren't enough on Friday. She brings three dozen donuts. Now, surprisingly, I am not as affected by the donuts as I am the snacks that were remaining for the night before, which were less on Friday morning than the night before when I left, but not gone yet. So she brings in these donuts. Now, had these donuts been from another donut shop in this area, a donut shop called Dandy Donuts, I may have been tempted because there are only two Dandy Donuts and both of them make the donuts fresh on the premises. It's not made in some factory and shipped to the store. So had the donuts come from Dandy Donuts, I may have been even more tempted than I already was. But thank God they came from a a national chain donut shop. Let's just say it like that. Anyway, she brings in the three dozen donuts and she sets them all up for people and people are already going up to grab these donuts. And I saw as somebody was doing something, they go into a cabinet. When they open the door of this cabinet, I see boxes upon boxes of all of the snacks that have been out on the counter all week. They are just sitting there like somebody made a Costco run for all of these snacks and they have the boxes with more in the cabinet. So my hope for these things to be gone by the end of the day basically vanished because that cabinet was well-stocked. And I almost, I almost laughed at this point because I was just like, you know, it can't, it couldn't, you couldn't write it any better than this. Really. You really couldn't write it any better than this. 
And that's when it hit me. You know, the revelation really hit me. It wasn't about just getting through the day anymore. That this was going to be for the long haul. They were well stocked of all these snacks. And I had to just get over myself and deal with it. So that's exactly what I did. I got over myself and I dealt with it. It was a tough day. I'm not going to say that much. I'm not going to pretend it wasn't tough. It was definitely a tough day. I'm happy to say that I made it through to the end of the day without ever taking a snack or without ever having a donut. Will I always be this strong? I'm not going to guarantee anything. But on this day, I was. And I had what it took to get to the end and get the hell out of this building and hit the weekend and get away from it all. Now, there's so many people in a situation like this that would say to somebody, give yourself some grace. If you really feel like you need to have it, have it. Otherwise, it could get worse. Give yourself some grace has become such a crutch. What used to mean something pretty legitimate to people who beat themselves up regularly for making them mistakes has now become the enabling bridge to get you to never have to say no to anything. That's really what it's become. People's first answer to anything when they see someone struggling is just give yourself some grace. And if you really need it, have it. Or they throw some bullshit out like, oh, just pause for five minutes. And if you still need it in five minutes, you can have it. But what do you do in that whole five minutes? You're thinking about what you want for the entirety of the five minutes. Let's be honest. It's my belief that sometimes, sometimes you have to have the ability to say no. And grace doesn't really matter. Sometimes you have no idea, but if your journey was a mountain, and this grace you're about to give yourself was the final snowflake that caused the avalanche. What can you do? How can you really know if this time doesn't have the avalanche coming? When you're making that decision to either have or not have whatever's in front of you, How do you know that making this decision and saying yes to this item is not going to cause the avalanche and cause you to go out of control? How do you know? I can give you some tools to know. We're going to talk about that after the break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me 
the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot. Because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. Because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. And now it's time for Random Facts You Didn't Know You Needed to Know with the Ranting Weight Watcher. Today's random fact comes from Stephanie of Pennsylvania. She says, hi, Donato. Stephanie from Pennsylvania. Do you know what the legend says about what is stored inside the golden ball at the top of the military flagpole? At the top sits a little golden sphere known as the finial ball. Inside is a razor blade, a match, and a bullet. You must use the razor blade to cut the stripes and stars from the American flag. The match to burn the remains, and the bullet to defend the base or shoot yourself, depending on the circumstance. <laughs> I, I didn't even know. I never knew there was something in that sphere. I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen it. Well, if you're wondering why I just read that fact about American flags or American flag poles, I should say, 
I am trying to battle a fear that I've had since childhood of reading aloud. So I decided to make it part of the show. So now, if you would like to participate in this random fact section of the show, you can email the show any random fact you like. All I ask is that you keep it clean. The email address to send them to is therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. Again, that is therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. And in the subject line, just put either random fact or fun fact, anything to let me know. This way I don't open it until it's time to do the recording because I want this section to be unedited and I want to be able to gauge if I'm getting good or not at reading aloud. I hope you consider participating. Anyway, now, let's get back to the show. So I want to present you with a couple of scenarios here. And I want you to really think about what I'm saying. Here's scenario one. You walk into a friend's house and you unexpectedly face yourself with a bunch of food that's on a table that you didn't expect to eat, that you had no plans to eat. And you look at that food and you see everybody and you decide, do I want any of this food? And you see maybe one or two things that catch your eye. You pull out your phone. You see if you have the points. Yeah, I got some points available. So what can I have? How much can I have of it? You track it. You eat it. And you move on. And here's scenario two. Walk into that same friend's house. And you're confronted with the same food. And instead, you feel nervous and anxious. And you don't know what to do. You start to panic because you're really drawn to them. You feel like you feel like you gotta have it. You don't even think twice to look at your tracker. And you bring it up. You tell your friend, I'm having some anxiety, this food, you know, it's kind of triggering. And your friend says, well, you know what? You got to be able to have this stuff once in a while. Tell me something. I just gave you two scenarios. What do you think is the difference between them? The difference between them is that in the first scenario, you made the decision from a position of strength. And in the second scenario, you made a decision from a position of weakness. This is the core of how I make decisions. And when I tell you that there's a problem with the give yourself some grace mentality, it is stemmed from this this belief that you make decisions from a position of strength or 
a position of weakness. And if you give yourself grace from a position of strength, then it's no big deal. From a position of weakness, it could be the snowflake that causes the avalanche. Really, the choice is up to you. I'm not going to stop you from eating what you want to eat. The only person that has to face the truth of what they eat is you. That's it. That's all there is to it. You're not going to disappoint me. You're not going to disappoint anybody else. It's you who has to face the truth of it. People love to walk around pretending that they aren't the cause of the majority of their problems. That it's someone else's fault. The victim mentality runs rampant through this country and many other countries. It is almost like an epidemic. People don't want to be accountable for the choices they make. They want it to actually be someone else's fault that they've gained weight. They want to pretend that their choices don't mean anything come weigh-in day. And I've said it before. It may not mean anything this way in day, but it doesn't mean that the way in day isn't on its way where it catches up to you. Making decisions from a position of weakness is a dangerous, dangerous game to play. You can give yourself all the grace you want. When you make decisions from a position of strength, All of that is really out the door. You thought it out. You did what needed to be done. And you executed. It's as simple as that. It is essential to develop the ability to tell yourself no. Getting through your journey does not consist of You saying yes every chance you get and still expecting the results you expect to achieve. It just isn't going to happen. There has to be a balance. And the balance isn't even. Because even if it was even, it doesn't guarantee weight loss. Because remember what it took to get you in the position in the first place. And remember how far one way you were in order to put yourself in the position to need a weight loss program. And how far the adjustment has to be to get yourself on the right course. Whenever I face a decision like this, it is the first question I ask myself. I often... To be honest with you, I don't have to ask myself anything. I know right away how I'm making the decision. And whenever I'm making a decision or facing a decision from a position of strength, I have no problem facing it. It is no big deal. However, 
where if I face the same exact decision, but it's from a position of weakness, it is a big deal. And it is a very stressful moment because making decisions from a position of weakness means you don't make the best ones. I'm not telling you that if you make a decision from a position of weakness that you're a bad person. I'm saying if you want to achieve the goals you say, certain things need to be in place. And in order for those things to be in place, sometimes you need to be able to have the ability to say no when it is absolutely necessary. If you never say no, if every time you're faced with a decision to have an indulgence, you decide to have it, you will reap the benefit of your decisions. If every time you face a decision, you decide once in a while to say no, you will also reap the benefit of your decisions. Either way, you're reaping something. You might as well get the good end of the deal. This is an essential tool to develop if you're going to make it to where you want to be. The ability to look at what triggers you and say no is essential to get to where you want to be, the final destination. You may not see it that way now, but I'm telling you it is so. You cannot make the decision over and over and over again to say yes and expect to achieve everything you ever wanted. See, most people can't get themselves to say no. They just want the easy way out. In reality, there is no easy way out. Les Brown is one of my favorite motivational speakers. And he says, do what is easy and your life will be hard. But do what is hard and your life will be easy. This is exactly the core of what I'm trying to teach you today. If every time, especially now with the holidays on the way, I am sure some of you still have to have Halloween candy in the house. And at this point, we are just a couple of weeks away from Thanksgiving. And we're less than two months away from Christmas. If every time you're faced with a hard decision, you do what is easy, you might feel a little angry come January 2nd. If you walk into a situation, whether it's expected or unexpected, and you find yourself faced with a decision, your first question to yourself should be this. Am I making this decision right now from a position of strength or from a position of weakness? You're going to know right away what the answer is to that question. 
And if it is from a position of weakness, you're not going to have a doubt in your mind. You're going to know that you're feeling weak and you're drawn to eat the thing that might cause even bigger problems. It's a compulsion, an impulse choice. Your desire to please the tongue is outweighing your judgment. It doesn't make you a bad person to make a choice in this moment. You just have to know every choice we make, there's a consequence. Regardless of what the decision is, there's a consequence. Even if you choose health, if you're staring at something and you choose to say no, the consequence is you don't have what you chose not to have. Simple as that. You don't see the benefits of that choice until very, very distant future. Every decision you make for your health is like an investment in the stock market. The poor decisions may show up very quickly, but the good decisions, they take time. And nobody likes waiting for the good decision to manifest. They would much rather please the tongue thinking it's no big deal in that moment. The problem is we make a million choices a year that you think are no big deal in that moment. If you never say no, what kind of healthy lifestyle are you choosing? At what point do you choose life over death? At what point? Every choice you make is a choice toward life or death. Toward your goal or away from your goal. Every single choice. People want to pretend that's not the case. I'm not going to let you pretend. You can go to other people and they will allow you to pretend. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here so that you know every decision you make has a consequence. Every single one. And when you choose the easy route, to give yourself pleasure now, you will get the benefits you asked for. When you choose to do the hard thing now, you will get the benefits that you asked for. The choice is yours. I can't make you do it. No one else around you can make you do it. This is your story. You are the author. You are the hero. You are the one with the pen in hand. If you don't like the way your life is right now, start making decisions from a position of strength and stop making them from positions of weakness and watch how your life changes. Sometimes the truth is a tough pill to swallow. But if you didn't want the truth, why'd you come to this podcast? If you wanted something sugar-coated, you should probably eat a donut. You know, 
if some of you concentrated on your health as much as you concentrated your entire life on building wealth, you would be in a tremendously better position right now. We found it so important to make sure we would have enough money to live on when we got to a certain age. But we never concerned ourselves with the health level we would be at when we finally got here. So you spent all this time and you built up all this wealth. Will you actually get to enjoy it? That's what my message is asking today. Every decision you've ever made your entire life has taken either you toward your goal or away from your goal. You may not like me saying that, but it doesn't matter what you like because the truth is the truth and that's how it works. It's that black and white. It's that simple. There is no gray area. Every choice you make takes you toward your goal or away from your goal. But you know what? If you're hearing the sound of my voice right now, that means you're okay because there's still time. You're still breathing. You're still here. So you could start making a change right now for life. Choose life right now. If you're doing it for the first time, who cares? Choose it right now and prolong however much time you have left as much as possible. Live life healthy and happy for the first time forever for the last of your days. I want you to live healthy and do what's required to get there. I can't make you see this. It's up to you to see it, but it is that important. If you feel like looking away, then look away. But that doesn't change how important this is right now. Every decision you make will take you toward life or death. All I'm asking you to do today as you hear me speaking to you is choose life. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.